Hi, this is Roberta Sam with the Venus Factor, and I have Holly with me who placed in our recent contest. Holly, are you there? Yes. Hi, how you doing today? Good. 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 Did you did you survive the holidays? I did, barely. <laughs> it's hard for all of us. Yeah, that that was that was pretty challenging because everyone knows that I only bake dog treats. So everyone felt really sorry for my husband and brought over all of these cookies and fudges and and just like guys don't don't set my house, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um uh I'll just get started with some of these questions. How did you find Venus? Um, it was right before the contest began, I was really struggling with hip and knee pain when I was running, which mm-hmm. wasn't working for me and um one of my Running coaches was like, everything you do is in a straight line. You ride your bike, you're in a straight line. You're hiking, you're in a straight line. You're not working any of your stabilizing muscles. You really need to start doing some strength training. Mm-hmm. So I was just bouncing around on the web trying to find a strength training program for women that you could start you know, with just your body weight and work up. Because the last time I lifted weights was in university, and that just seems like a really long time ago. <laughs> So that's that's how I found Venus. I just googled like strength training program for women, and it was one of the first things that popped up. And I listened to the little YouTube video, and I thought, oh, I, I could do that. I think that's doable. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I purchased it that day, and I was going through the dashboard, and I saw that a contest was getting ready to start, and I thought, well, this will at least keep me motivated to do the strength training part of it. And then right. when I read all the documentation about the food, I'm like, well, if I'm going to do the contest, I might as well do it and, and go full bore and just see what happens. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> so now, did it help you achieve your goal? with the? Because Venus is really good for the stabilizing muscles and all that, especially the, all the leg stuff. That Those courtesy squats are the meanest thing on the planet. <laughs> I know, but they're so good for you, right? Yes, and the step up and press. I still don't like it when I see that come up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I it's actually step up and press is always hard. It's so hard for me now. I still kind of groan, but at the same time, I just it's like one of those exercises where you just have to like just you're just gonna do it. You just gotta have that yeah. mindset. Um, it's, in cold water. Uh, it's hard. But it's good for you. I had to modify it when I started because I, I couldn't do a full on the workout bench. I couldn't go that tall. Um, so oh, right. Stepping up and pressing like up the stairs from the first floor to the second floor. So each step was a step up. Oh. And I started that way because to stand there and do it was really hard on my knees. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't strong enough. So that's how right. I did them to begin with. And then I got stronger, and that, that was the fun part, was to actually see that, hey, I'm actually strong enough to do this now. Right. So that was super fun. It feels good when you finally start getting the strength, huh? Yeah, that was, that was kind of amazing. <laughs> that was actually a really good um, idea, going up the steps, because I know I'm really short. I can't, uh, stepping up a, um, <clears throat> on a bench is too, 
too tall for me. I have to have a shorter, uh, sh- shorter step up. Right. And yeah. they were easier to do at work then, as well, because I, I could just go into the back stairwell that no one ever uses and just climb all the way up, mm-hmm. climb all the way back down. Um, right. <clears throat> That's pretty neat. So, so you like to work out? I, I work out all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Usually six to seven days a week, but I just never really did strength training. Um, where focused weight training, it was you know Pilates or yoga, which is still really good for your body, but right. not that focused, um, muscle, kind of muscle building kind of of workout. And partly because right. I, I like to be active and move a whole lot, I mm-hmm. sometimes get really bored. So I had to figure out ways to keep my brain occupied while I was doing them. Right. I'm the same way in between sets. I like, um, <clears throat> sometimes I like to just pick two different exercises and do it almost like a, um, like a superset. Like I'll, I'll pick a back exercise and then a, a chest exercise and I'll just go back and forth so that, I, like in bet- so that I don't have to rest so much. You know, it might take me a minute to go over to, to the other station. Because yeah. <clears throat> I get bored. I get bored during the, uh, when I have to rest for a minute, I get really bored. Unless I'm pushing really, really hard, my heart rate, you know, like on the pyramids, I, of course that's an advanced workout. But if you get the final phase, there's a lot of different routines, and you you might find that more fun. Yeah, that was that was the hard part. But I listened to all the podcasts while I was doing right. it. Right. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so that's how I would keep myself entertained. And I had um, – I, I, did like a trial of immersion too, so I was listening to all their uncensored podcasts and some of that. Um, since I've, I've been active my whole life and I took nutrition courses in college and, and things like that, I always felt like I had a really good understanding of how it all worked together. Um, mm-hmm. But they had some fun new research that I wasn't quite as familiar with that, that really kept me focused and um, interested in, in learning more about how it all works. Yeah, it's uh, the podcasts are pretty neat. They really helped me out too when I was listening to them, and I still go back and listen to them. They're they give you a lot of insight on um, just mindset and you know, of course, all the research and stuff, but also just mindset and how and things to think about when you're trying to maintain and understand it because that's actually kind of hard too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so did you use the uh, undulating uh, schedule for eating? I did. I did. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to try to do this because I'm the person who eats. Like, I feel like I eat all the time. Um, mm-hmm. like every two hours I'm eating and snacks and stuff. And the first, the first time I did the undulating and the first time I did the fast, I thought, okay, you can't get hangry on people. You made mm-hmm. this choice. You've got to stick to it. Just go make yourself a cup of tea. Go get yourself another cup of coffee. Just right. eat, get hangry. And yep. then I got to a point where I wasn't even thinking about it anymore. And coworkers would come in and be like, hey, you want to go to lunch? I'm like, mm, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> and I, I was so bad because I'm like, I would like to go hang out with you, but I don't want to go eat right now. It's too early. Right. At noon. At noon, it's too early. <laughs> yeah. So, it's funny how it's, the, oh, go ahead. 
I was I was doing overnight fast of like ten to twelve hours. So if I mm-hmm. had my last calorie at ten o'clock at night, I I would try not to have any calories other than my coffee, which I do black always have mm-hmm. um, until ten the next morning, right? Or twelve or whenever I get busy at work and then forget, but <laughs> and then I eat later. It's pretty amazing how it changes your life, huh? Yeah, uh, it's it's um, given me time to focus on other things. I've always been a huge food person, and I'm the person who, you know, always has snacks in there first um, and plans out meals three weeks in advance, and and I don't really think about it as much anymore. Right. I'm not as as food obsessive. I still have snacks in my purse. Um, Mainly for my husband, so he doesn't get hangry on me. <laughs> right. Um, right. Other than other than that, I don't really need it anymore. Right. Well, it's amazing because you're just you're finding out that you. I mean, of course, we didn't need the amount of food we were eating before because we stored so much of it. So, I mean, that's clear. And then <laughs> once once we learn, you know, we're trying to get ourselves healthy. So then we're like, oh, I I didn't really need all that food, and that's. And you want to keep going with it. You want to stay healthy. So it's like it makes you realize, hey, I don't really need as much food as everybody else is eating. And look at them. They're not they're not healthy. A lot of them are overweight. And yeah. they're incorporating way too, way too much food into their lifestyle. And it's like I don't want to, want to go back to that. But you're swimming against the stream when you do it, just like you found out with, you know, yeah. you know everybody bringing over all the goodies and stuff. It's like it's oh, almost yeah. like they people think that you're like, you know, living this lifestyle like you're starving yourself or something, and it's like, no, I, I still enjoy food. I just don't need that much. Right. <laughs> so, one of my favorite things that they kept saying on the, I think it was on the Uncensored podcast, is, is that worth breaking your fast for? Is, is say that, that again? Is that worth breaking your fast for? Like, oh, yeah. trying to put in your mouth, is that worth it? Right. And... and I got to a point where I'd actually say no, which yeah. I was never able to do before this. I, I would, you know, if it was in front of me, if it was sitting out on the table, if we're having friends and parties or whatever, if there was food out, I was eating it. Right. And now, now I feel empowered enough to be able to be like, no, I don't, I don't want that. I want right. that piece over there, but I don't want this over here. And that, that was a huge, a huge empowerment of, yeah, and, you know, empowerment, empowerment is a really good word because, yeah, that's one of the things I learned. It's like, it's like you live so much of your life before um, putting things in your body according to what everybody else thinks you should do. And it's like what you did was you took ownership, and that is so empowering. You took ownership. It's like, no, I'm the one that decides what goes what goes in and when. Not Not you, not someone else. No, no, me. I get to decide, <laughs> and you just you just yeah. take that ownership, and it's so empowering. I mean, it's just it's incredibly empowering. It really is. I don't feel as sluggish during the day either. Um, mm-hmm. I was a huge, you know, you have to eat breakfast. You have to eat breakfast with an hour of waking up. It's a, it's a must. You must do this, which is always fine because breakfast food is one of my favorite kinds of food. Um, right. But yeah, I, I didn't get. I don't have that. 10, 11 o'clock, I'm going to fall asleep, and then the same, I'm going to fall asleep at 2 or 3, because there's nothing, my body's not working to process something it doesn't need. Right. So I don't, 
I don't feel sluggish all day long. And the fasting workouts, I kind of stuck on and up with those. I was right. doing my cardio fasting, but I, you know, the strength training, I was like, am I going to be able to do this? Like, this is <laughs> like a lot of work to do with no fuel. But mm-hmm. my body adjusted, and it, it used the fuel that was there, finally. <laughs> right, right. Um, I know. I For whatever reason, most of the time, if I work out fasted early enough in the day, to, you know, to where I'm not too tired and hungry, um, I actually am stronger. I, yeah. It's like the food food kind of bogs me down a little bit. And, of course, then I'm always really pretty hungry afterwards. And then it's like, mm-hmm. well, this is great, because then you can enjoy your food. You know, it's like it makes me yeah. appreciate it. So That's, that's yeah. something else I learned was, um, yeah, I, I don't have to eat a whole meal standing up in 15 minutes. Right. I can sit down. I can savor it. I can enjoy it. And it's so much more satisfying um, than, than just planning right. something in your mouth and and you're like 30 minutes later like, man, I'm really hungry. Have I eaten today? But yeah. Right. You just didn't enjoy it. So your body is still telling you it once more. Right. So now did you use the uh, online community, the forum or anything like that? I really wanted to, and I kept trying, but my technology um, prowess is not very good, and every time I would try to log in, it would tell me that I wasn't allowed in. So oh, I wow. think I got in, I, got, I finally got in on week 11 and introduced myself, and then I've not been able to get back in since. Oh, okay. Did you, uh, I was like, it's I probably, really want to use it. Oh, you know, it probably, um, uh, you can contact the support, but I think they've changed some things on how they do immersion. I'm not really in the loop on all that, but um, uh, so you can always contact support to find out what's what's going on with that. But uh, okay, so what did you do for your um, for your support? Did you did you have family and friends that helped support you as you were doing this? Um, I since I do so many different goal oriented things. I, when I told my husband I was doing this, he's like, yeah, okay. Um, kind of like, go do your thing. Let me know when I have to be at the finish line kind of attitude. Um, but wow. what really funny was my running partners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wasn't complaining anymore during our six or eight mile runs that my hips hurt or that they were going too fast. Um, and they were the first ones to notice that I didn't say anything to them. Um, just because I didn't, I didn't want them to start questioning my food intake, and as a person right. always eating to suddenly stop eating, um, mm-hmm. we're social workers, so that's a, that's some red flags for us. So I didn't mm-hmm. want them to freak out. Um, so I didn't say anything until they started noticing, and I was shocked how quickly they started noticing within the first three weeks. They were like, so "What did they notice? Well, what did they notice?" A couple of my friends noticed that I didn't look as bloated. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, wow, you're, you've really slimmed down in the face. And my running partner who I run with almost every day, she's like, you're not complaining that your hip is hurting today. You're, you're, you're not telling me to slow down. She's a much faster runner than I am. Um, my comfortable pace is like an 11.30, and her do-to-do, I can do this all day long pace is a 9.30. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't sound like a lot, but it is. Um, 
and I wasn't complaining when I was keeping up with her. And she, she was like, well, you're faster. I'm like, well, I'm stronger. I'm doing my strength training. And she's been trying to get me to strength train for about a year. So she was right. excited that I was finally doing it. But she was worried about fasting. She was like, I don't know how you can fast. It, that didn't become an issue after the first fast. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, so you, you had problems with your hips before and that got better? I did. My knees, too. Um, after my second marathon, I didn't recover as I should have. And mm-hmm. I did, did some pretty bad damage to my right knee. And the, the curtsy lunges, even though I don't like them very much, um, <laughs> and the step up and presses, they, they built up those, those tiny little stabilizer muscles that you can hardly right. ever feel that run right down the back of your leg and help your muscles or your knee stabilize. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... It was amazing. Um, right. And well, and then there's also the one-legged get-ups and the T-bends. Yes. Yeah, so those I are going to work. I have modified the one-legged get-ups too, but <laughs> not strong <laughs> enough for those yet. Uh, well, those are really going to help you. Those yes, exercises will really help you. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they have a lot. Like, I couldn't do it on a regular chair. I had to use the bar stool. Right. Exactly. I had to use something so, higher. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. That's how you should do it. Um, we all we all have to work our way up, so that's perfect. So um, so that's kind of neat. So other people notice. And so it sounds like in some ways your new lifestyle has kind of affected those around you, right? It has. Um, it, for my running partners, it's improved our group times. It's improved... Um, a couple of them have actually looked into Venus. I don't know if they're going to do it because they, they're more kind of fly by the seat of their pants kind of folks. Um, right. And following any sort of program just doesn't doesn't really work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely been, I think, encouraging for others. Um, my, myself and my sisters have always struggled with, with weight, and they would say, oh, you're just big-boned. Well, <laughs> women don't oh, have to be like linebackers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay for us well, to, you know, work, work hard and lose a little bit here. Um, right. So that's, I think that's helped um, show them that they don't always have to be big. Right, mm-hmm. right. You're not stuck being big because we kind of we get stuck in that. Thinking that we're stuck, thinking we're stuck there, right? Right, get stuck in the mindset. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of where I was um, when I first started. I was like, okay, I'm looking for a strength training program, just so my hips and knees will stop hurting. So when you know, when my husband and I go out sailing, I can actually you know move the the jib sheets and stuff by myself, and I don't have to use the winch as much, and um, they're just doing it really just to, to improve some strength health. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to be the borderline obese marathon runner for the rest of my life because nothing else has ever worked. Right. And, and that's not who I was in my head. Right. In my head, I, you know, didn't look like that. But every time I put on a bikini, I'm like, wow. 
That's uh so now you were looking for a strength training program, not a fat loss mm-hmm. program, and you ended up right. getting both. You ended up yeah, getting both. And then, well, and then I got kind of like addicted to all the podcasts and the, the contest stuff, and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to really do this. I'm going to work. <laughs> I started working harder than what I had originally had my goal set to work hard doing. Right. Um, so that probably helps too. <laughs> wow, that's that's like that's really pretty neat that you you know, you didn't go into this looking to do a contest or even to lose weight. You just wanted to build strength and you ended up getting so much more. Yeah, those are those are fun. Um about about week seven or eight, I was like uh we were on vacation. We we were actually doing the bourbon trail. So it was a week long Urban tasting, moonshine tasting, long night festival. And um, one of my girlfriends was asking me about it, who was on the trip with us. And I'm like, and I, I told her how the whole thing worked, and then I signed up for the contest, but I didn't know what I was thinking. And she's like, You got this, work harder. <laughs> and I, I pushed it those last few weeks, and I'm like, Maybe she's right, maybe I can actually do this. What if I do play? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, so that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. So, um, wow, that's really neat. So, you, so I bet you were surprised that you even placed. I wasn't expecting to. No, not at all. I I, um, I listened to some of the other girls' podcasts. Um, when they first started the contest, they said, "Set your pictures up when you first start because you've already laid down the month. So you're gonna you're gonna at least not be." You're going to work a little, a little bit harder just because it's a stranger looking at you. And they were mm-hmm. right. Um, that was definitely something that was always in the back of my head. Like, am I going to want to be in a bikini in front of a stranger? You know, at least everyone else around me knows kind of who I am and that I'm really active. Um, mm-hmm. So that was, that was encouraging. Um, the, other, the other one that I found super encouraging was... One of the previous winners, um, her husband was a winner for the Andrade. Mm-hmm. I didn't that wrong. Part two. Oh, Adonis for Adonis. Adonis, yeah. And um, he had framed her goals and hung them in the bathroom for her. And I was like, that's really brilliant. So I wrote my Venus Index um, matrix, the, the ranges, and all of my goals on the bathroom mirror in a dry erase board. Mm-hmm. And and they they're still up there because I haven't reached all of my Venus Index numbers yet, and there's still some some goals in there that I haven't quite quite reached. But between those two ideas, it really kind of helps keep keep it in my head. Why are you doing this? Why are right. You right. Right. Yeah, because you do you need these little reminders. I mean, I had to have my own little. You know, reminders, um, mnemonics, kind of. Uh, I mean, not just in. I mean, pretty much, I like to have something almost in every area of my house that I spend a lot of time, and especially the areas uh, where I make decisions um, about food or what I'm going to do with my time. And because um, you, I mean, even now, I still need that constant reminder. So that's great. So, um, 
So what are you the most thankful about right now regarding, I mean, yet you feel like this is a new lifestyle for you? Yes. Um, the, the, and I've, I've only done the original 12-week program. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see what final phase is like, and I'm going to work on that after I do another 12-week round. But the mm-hmm. workouts are such that they, they have become part of my normal training routine because they're mm-hmm. not super long. I can usually knock them out between 20 and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do them anywhere. Um, I, did, I would do them in my office if it was a non-rotten day. Um, mm-hmm. I would I do them in the living room. I can do them. I did them on vacation, right? Um, even and I've done them at work con- Like you can do them anywhere, and because they it can be hooked onto your phone, and you don't have to watch someone. You can almost multitask them, right? Which sounds kind of weird because you're supposed to be focused on the strength training, but it's a lot easier to, you know, if you have a break between your sets, to run and do something real quick and then come back and do your next set. Right. So right. They flow really well. Um, and the, the thing I loved the most, I think, was feeling myself get stronger. Not just right. seeing it, not just, hey, well, I've never had a 29-inch waist my whole life. I think <laughs> I've been in the 80th grade. Like, that was great, but the feeling of being strong right. was was better. Right. Right. Yeah, I um I know for me that is way more um empowering than the weight size. Because um, even it it's like nobody really cares what your weight size is. They they care what you look like. I mean that that matters because they see you and they and they see your shape, your overall shape, and that's going to get better as you lose weight, regardless of being exactly at your Venus ideal or not. And a lot of people decide they don't need to get all the way down to the Venus ideal because it's it's a little just it's a little too much for some people, and they reach a point where they're like better than they ever were in their whole life, and they're like, hey, this is good. I'm going to stay right here, and they're stronger and the strength is for women, especially. I find women are feel very empowered when they get that strength, the physical strength in their in their legs. Just their whole body is just more agile. That's very empowering to most women. Yeah, it's just in everyday life, it makes everything easier. Yeah, it mm-hmm. affects your whole life. It affects, it affects everything you do. The ability to play with uh, grandchildren or or go for a hike, or do things with friends and family. It's, it affects your whole, and uh, or just going to the hardware store and lifting things, and just all the things you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, so, it helps us as we age too. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm in my mid thirties, so you know, osteoporosis runs in my family. If I strength train now and keep strength training for life, maybe I can keep my bones a little thicker. Oh, absolutely. 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 Um, I I mean, I definitely have the benefit of that. I started strength training when I was 19, and I'm 55 now. So the last time I had a a DEXA scan, my bone density is that of a um, very fit athletic 30-year-old. Nice. Yeah, and it's a direct result of um, strength training. So keep it up. 
definitely it's going to it will affect your quality of life as you, as you get older all women really need you know 3 days just 3 days of strength training and then still do all your all the other things you do that you enjoy but it will definitely um improve your health yeah and i i only did the 3 days a week of the That's all you need. training mm-hmm. yeah um Every once in a while, uh, because I had access to the immersion there for a little bit, I would do mm-hmm. like the focused abs or the focused legs, somewhere in between there. Um, just sometimes if I was bored at work, honestly, if I was just bored at work and I was tired of sitting at the computer, I would just right. stand up and do, you know, I might not do the whole workout, but I might go through one set or one super set of them and just to move. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I know some people now that uh, they'll set, when they sit at a desk all day, they'll set a timer, and every time the timer goes off, I don't know, I mean, maybe it's every hour or every two hours, but they get up and do something. Like, and it can be just like you said, just a set. Um, sometimes it will be just some push-ups. Uh, sometimes it will be maybe just some air squats. Sometimes it will be, um, could be some of these Venus sets that you already, you know, kind of have memorized, or even if they're on your phone right there or whatever, and you just... You get up and do it. It only takes a minute, and then you yeah. then you go back. And then if you do that throughout the day, then most people feel a lot better. I know a lot of people that are starting to do that now. Yeah. Um, if you, well, if you're just starting out at you know, week one, day one of the original Venus, uh-huh. and if you're starting where I did, where you, you know, three pounds is too much for a double press, I would break them up sometimes. Especially mm-hmm. if I had things I had to do in the evening and I wasn't going to get a 30-minute chunk of time, I would break them up during the day and I would do one round and, you know, at a 15-minute break. And then right. I would do another round. And my, my theory was as long as I get all the reps in, at some point today, I will call that day a successful strength training day. Yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of people like splitting it up like uh, during two times during the day, but um, all throughout the day like that, that's pretty neat. That's a good idea. So what advice would you have for other women who want to lose weight but they feel stuck like it's never going to happen? Um, trust the person who's in your head more than anyone else. We all have a body image of ourselves and the, the positive body image that you hold can come out to play. You just have to work with her to get her there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I would say, because it's so freeing when the, the image that you have in your brain of who you are finally matches the person you can say, hi, this is me. Um, I'm, I'm strong. I'm confident, I'm empowered, and I get to choose how my life works. So just go for it. Even if you do a little bit, any, anything is better than another Twinkie. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, we, I think we covered all the questions. Was there anything else you wanted to add? Um. I used that Slim and Seven a week ah. before my thing, or mm-hmm. before my pictures. Right. And that was, that was a really fun challenge. Um, 
the the water dumping was kind of miserable. But the water loading. <laughs> yeah. The, oh. And and I usually drink about a gallon of water a day, but that was kind of crazy. <laughs> right. Um, right. But the workouts themselves were just a little bit more challenging and were a little bit more fun. Um, okay. I know that they always say you don't have to add in cardio, but no one wants to talk to me if I haven't done cardio. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a nice stress relief. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was fun to have, like, the, the break in there where it was like, no, just go play for 20 minutes. Go, you know, get, get your heart rate up and go play. And I'm like, that's, that's it? That's all I have to do today? Okay, done. But yeah. that, the next day, then, the, the strength training workout was just a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a fun challenge to do. Good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, uh, I actually didn't do that part of it, but um, that's a part that John put together. But um, a lot of people enjoy it. I feel the same way you do about cardio. I mean... I, I'm not going to do something that's dreadful. I, you know, it's going whatever I do is going to be fun for me. Yeah. You know. So, wow, that's really neat. So, um, so I, if I had to sum up for you, it'd be um, empowerment and strength. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't have anything to add, I'll go ahead and sign off. So this is Holly, and check out her pictures. She did an amazing job. And for the Venus Factor, we'll see you next time.